You are listening to Changes Big and Small. This is Damian, your host as we explore what makes change exhilarating. Each episode, we'll explore how you can create freedom in your life by embracing change. You can find several interviews in the previous weeks. I intersperse interviews with research and challenges to help you make changes in your life. This week, I planned to share a recent interview, but I thought some of you may benefit from a discussion of resilience. With the current uncertainty and forced changes in our lives as a result of COVID-19, many of us have to face new challenges and increased stress. Countries in Europe, including Czech Republic, are encouraging social isolation to reduce the spread of the disease. You may find yourself more isolated than usual. I typically work from home, so I'm used to a lot of quiet and physical isolation. I'm an introvert and I like the quiet, but I also wish for noise, activity and the presence of other people at times. Typically, when I get the urge, I can go to work in a cafe for a few hours. Now with COVID-19 fears, I'm purely working from home. We can navigate change most successfully when we've developed some resilience. According to the American Psychological Association, psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress, such as family and relationship problems, serious health problems, or workplace and financial stresses. Resilience is especially important when change brings uncertainty, fear, and discomfort. It helps people to experience personal growth during times of stress and difficult change. This period that we're in right now is definitely a time of stress and difficult change for many of us. Let's look at the four types of resilience that you can build even now to help you through the current COVID-19 pandemic. Most of what I share with you today is from Jane McGonigal's book, Super Better, so you can also read the book. The four resiliencies are physical, mental, emotional, and social. Physical resilience is the ability to move your body and use your brain as you need to. Mental resilience allows you to face challenges that come up. Emotional resilience is the ability to deal with difficult situations. And social resilience means being able to connect with others and have your social needs met. Even when you're staying home or spending time alone, it's possible to build your resilience. My goal today is to provide you with activities that you can do to develop each type of resilience. I suggest you cycle through the activities for each type of resilience each day. You may want to spend more time on activities to build the resilience that you're lacking in the most, but it's a good idea to work on all four types of resilience. Remember, we always improve the skills that we practice. Physical resilience is possibly the easiest one for us to build. You can do it all by yourself, improving your brain, heart and lungs with movement. I find that the more I sit, the more my body protests with aches and pains. Since I started working from home, I've built movement breaks into my day. 
I still don't move as much as I'd like, but I find that the more I move during the day, the better my body feels. The goal here is to move your body in different ways for endurance, flexibility, balance, and resistance training, as well as working on rewiring your brain. Examples of endurance activities include jumping jacks, in-outs, burpees, mountain climbers. For flexibility, you can do some stretches and twists. Balance activities involve you using one leg at a time. And resistance training usually works best if you have some dumbbells or resistance bands. But even without them, you can do a variety of bodyweight exercises. To get you started, there are links to websites for each type of exercise in the show notes. Personally, my favorite way to work out at home is to find a video on YouTube and I usually follow along to several Zumba videos every day. There are also lots of apps and websites that you can use to find exercises or workouts. To rewire your brain, practice mindfulness and meditation. That's definitely come up a few times before in interviews with other people. It can be a few minutes of deep breaths while you just feel the sensations in your body. Sitting quietly, doing breath work, meditating. It can be a few seconds. It can be a few minutes. The point isn't to add more stress that, oh, I'm not doing this right, but rather to take a few moments to be in your body to escape all of the craziness and drama that you may be facing in your life. Whether you're doing something good for your brain or body, it's good to also drink some water. Many of us don't drink enough water every day. I certainly am guilty of this. And it helps our body with many functions. So even at home, it can help you drink more water if you keep a water bottle beside you. Please check the show notes because I've included a number of links to websites where you can find free workouts. Some of the links are to YouTube channels and there are also apps that you can use on iOS, Android or the web. Some of them require an account, some of them do not. To build mental resilience, tackle a tiny challenge or learn something new. Perhaps you're already taking one of the challenges from listening to Changes Big and Small or you're learning new things at school or work. Here are some other quick activities that you can do at any time to build mental resilience. Snap your fingers 50 times. Count backwards from 100, but make it interesting, counting by 7 or 9, etc. Solve a riddle. Use your non-dominant hand to complete a task. With emotional resilience, positive emotions makes it easier to face problems that come up. It turns out that there are good reasons for you to watch CAD videos. (laughs) There are actually two excellent ways of building emotional resilience on your own. One of them is to watch animal videos or photos, which builds feelings of love. The second is to look through a window for 30 seconds with curiosity and giving it your attention. Social resilience might be the most difficult one to build during social isolation. You can connect with others through touch or gratitude. If you're living with other people, and you think it's safe to do so, you can share a six-second handshake or hug or some other kind of physical expression of love. Of course, if you're in social isolation, it's not a good time for you to be shaking somebody's hand or hugging them, but we have a second option as well. 
We can also develop social resilience by expressing gratitude. So we can send a note or a message to somebody, letting them know how thankful we are for them. We can also write and say out loud the things that we are grateful for. This helps us see how we are connected and supported by other people. If you need a prompt or a reminder, there are lots of apps that you can set up on your mobile to remind you to make a list of things that you are grateful for. So if you're feeling a bit holed up at home during this COVID-19 pandemic, take some time to work on each of the four types of resilience. The challenge is to do something to build your resilience every day. The good news is that Jane McGonigal has a website, Super Better, that provides you with tasks to do each day. It's free to create an account and start using the site. You can use it on your iOS device, Android, or the web. Superbetter is an online app that helps you build resilience. It provides power-ups, which are quick actions to help you feel better, and quests, which are small steps toward a goal, to help you build your resilience. Each time you do a task, you get points towards one of the four types of resilience. It gamifies the process of building resilience to help you build positive emotions that motivate you and help you grow. Check it out and share your experience with me and with others. Be well, stay safe. I'll be back next week with an interview. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know. You can reach me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or by filling out the contact form on the website. I'd especially like it if you would join the Changes Big and Small Facebook community. I share additional resources there, and I would love to support you in your change journey. And please share the episode with someone else. Every time I see even one more listen, that inspires me to keep creating the podcast. I appreciate you going on this journey with me. And to end, as always, remember that change begins with one small step. Have a great week.